One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. This is Talk Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer. The date is the 2nd of May. Coming up, health unions and NHS bosses meet today to vote on the government's latest payoff room in hopes that it could bring an end to long-running strike action, even up to midnight last night. Meanwhile, the Home Office is set to buy 10 disused cruise ships, ferries and barges to house asylum seekers in ports across the country. And Britain would keep backing the monarchy if a referendum were held tomorrow. A new poll reveals just four days ahead of the King's coronation this coming weekend. The time right now is 6.33. This is Talk Breakfast. Good morning to you. Great to have your company uh, post at Bank Holiday Weekend. And other than yesterday, not bad weather at all. That's two, two Bank Holiday Weekends in a row. Not, let's be honest, not looking so good for the next one, for the King's Coronation. It's got to be said, so if you are one of those people, along with James, who've uh, planned a street party, it might be something of a washout. But hey, we're British. It's what we do. Drinking tea. <laughs> 
and eating scones in the rain is kind of what we do. It's our thing. Uh, well, I'd love to hear from you today and your thoughts on uh, the um, on the monarchy because a new poll has said that, yeah, if there were a referendum tomorrow on keeping the monarchy or having an elected head of state, majority of people would vote to keep the monarchy, but not entirely happy with how it's constituted. Uh, some three quarters saying it needs to be reformed. So I want to hear from you this morning. Let me know what you think. If the monarchy needs to reform to survive, according to this new poll, do you agree? And what reform is needed? What reforms would you bring to the monarchy uh, to uh, help it perpetuate itself um, through the 21st century? Get in touch. Tweet me at Talk TV. Uh, text me uh, on 87222. Put the word talk at the start of your message. Benedict Spence is here. He's a Conservative commentator. Um, look, in terms of things that actually affect our day-to-day -day lives, I would say the monarchy doesn't really affect it very much, other than that people sort of feel an affinity and um, I mean, certainly a closeness, certainly with the Queen. It was outpouring of genuine genuine love and grief and respect for her uh, uh when she was ill and then when she when she died um and and even even old you know part bit and old sort of hacks like myself uh felt incredible you know you sort of like wow this is somebody who's like sort of grandmother of the nation um things seem to have changed under king charles there's no doubt at all about that stepping up as sort of demonstrations against the monarchy you know not my king demonstrations and the like what reforms do you think would help the monarchy survive uh, I think he should be a lot more hands-on. Th frankly, I think, <laughs> I, I think that Charles, Charles has been a shrinking violet for far too long. I think we all need to know what he's thinking, what he's doing. Frankly, I think he should take over the seat of government. Uh, and and, and uh, Actually, I think that probably wouldn't be too too unpopular given the, the state of the governments we've had the last couple of years. Uh, ultimately, well, no, he'd go for a load more green policies and that would make us even more economic. You know what? He would go for a lot more green policies, but he'd balance it out by building more houses. And I think you've got to take... And they would be Nice-looking yeah, houses, beautiful houses. More, yeah. You know, I think you've got to take the rough with the smooth with King and, Charles, and maybe, rather than think... a government that just goes eh, and doesn't do anything, which is basically what we've had for uh, when did Boris Johnson twenty nineteen? We've just sort of had a government that's just sort of run around. Panic. I was about to say putting out fires, but actually setting the fires is, is basically what it's been doing. So but from it, that but, sense, but Charles lot, could be very good. But a lot of people would say, you know, it seems like you know, getting taking the HRHs away from you know Duke and Duchess of Sussex, and look, that makes no difference yeah. to me whatsoever. It just makes no difference no to skin me or my life or anyone's nose. life. No, no indeed, uh, indeed. Or, or I mean, Prince Andrew obviously he's already been ousted quite rightly from public life, um, mm. but he's still a member of the royal family. Look, we've all, you know, we've all got perhaps not. As we've all got members of the family who perhaps we you know we're not as uh, proud of as others let's put it that way <laughs> hello you know who you are um and hey by the way if you don't have one of those in your family it's you <laughs> <laughs> you're the one they're all embarrassed by and ashamed of just so you fyi um and we're proud to have you as a sponsor <laughs> <to> and listener. <laughs> it's basically all the people who work here. Basically, we, we are those people in our families. We are the black dogs of our families. Um, but this is it. It's in terms of stuff that would actually make a difference. Now, the whole point of monarchy, and one reason I remember when you know when Meghan joined, and I thought, yeah, great, mm. wonderful. Prince Harry's clearly an unhappy young man. He's found love, wonderful. Um, and, and I thought genuinely they were going to go off and have a private life, and I, all, all credit to him. Mm. But done them quite the opposite. But but um, I also said at the time, on air, and I'm still stick to it, that celebrity and monarchy don't mix. Everyone thinks they're the same thing, they're not. Mm. And, and actually, monarchy needs to change, but only very slowly. It should be, you know, like a, the, the tanker just slowly mm. turning, not, not a little speedboat, which is what, which is what you know, celebrities have to be with their, their latest outfit, yeah. their latest look, and, and latest 
his well, statement. Like the Catholic Church, it needs to think in centuries and move in centuries. I mean, that could be one reform, you know, changing the law to mean that you know, other religions could be head of state, safe in the knowledge that they probably never would be. It's those yeah. sort of little tokenistic gestures saying actually a Catholic, for example, could be a head of state. You know, if Charles is going forward with this, you know, pr uh, defender of, of the faiths, plural, yes, of course, he will still be the head of the Church of England. Realistically, you know, the, the next monarch is not going to be a Buddhist. But, you know, just yeah. those little tweaks to say, oh, hey, guys, it's not impossible. You know, it's unlikely, perhaps, but not impossible. I mean, let's go for the longest word I can possibly say this morning. I don't know if I'm going to get through it. Disestablishmentarianism. Will we disestablish the church from mm. uh, from the state in, in, in that way? Lots to talk about that. Love to hear from you. Tweet me at Talk TV. Text the talk, then your message to 87222. Uh, right now, though, let's talk about the stuff that genuinely does affect us in our day-to-day -day lives, and that is strikes. Uh, uh, last couple of days, we've had uh, strikes uh, by nurses and other health staff. We've got Unite Ambulance staff on strike today. The only reason there isn't a nurse's strike today is because they they basically got to the end of their six-month uh, remit for, for having mm. strikes, have to ballot again. Although there's a warning from the Royal College of Nursing Chief that strikes could last all year unless there is a deal. Uh, we've got teachers from the NEU on strike again today. Uh, we've got train strikes big row over the weekend of a uh, train strikes being set for basically Eurovision, the FA Cup final and the Epsom Derby. Mm. Basically, let's just try and ruin a load of fun. And especially with Eurovision, given that we are hosting not as Britain, we're hosting as Ukraine. Yeah. Um, you just think, oh, I think you've just read well, that one, it? guys. Yeah. Um, but again, making it difficult for people to to travel around to to do fun things, which a lot of people would have paid good money for and be very excited about. It just doesn't sit well. It's just unnecessarily annoying people, but doesn't really make a difference to the boss class. Um, in terms of the NHS, though, uh, the staff council meeting today. Now, this 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 NHS staff council is basically a meeting of all the different health unions. They're going to meet. They're going to decide whether or not they're going to support the latest pay offer of five percent. Uh, that's in, that's for this year, so 23-24, along with a one-off payment worth between £1,655 and £3,789. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the plan is for, for, for last year. Is that one-off payment covering last year? Um, if they vote to agree to that, then they then meet with the Secretary of State and Health Department officials, and then we can hopefully move forward. If, however, the majority of them don't vote for that, mm. uh, then we're game on for more strikes. Yes, and it's... It's a tricky one because everybody knows that uh, nurses in particular are relatively underpaid. Doctors, of course, can make a lot more money later on. Nurses can make you know, a, a sizable amount of money. Uh, they're on the average they pay. On. They're not low pay. They're yeah, on average yeah, pay. But uh, we're, you know, certainly, I think, for the amount of hours, especially people in A&E work, uh, it's the conditions, I think, that are the main thing. And these, this little topping up of money, it will go some way towards making their lives easier. Not but paying those electricity bills. But yeah. it's not actually going to make the conditions under which they work any better. And this is, I think, where they've slightly got this wrong, asking for more money. They've done it at the same time as other unions are, so they've gone, we might as well go all in. But actually what they need, and what I think people would sympathise with a lot more, and you know, the public's still on side with the nurses, but what people would sympathise a lot more is if they were to turn around and say, hey, it's the working conditions that we're having but then, to deal Whenever with, I talk to, to representatives, they do say that. And, and people, I, I don't like this idea that well, it's a vocation. You're supposed to live. Oh, in that case, you should you should have to live in a a one bedroom, you know, a bedsit for the rest of your life. I mean, we shouldn't it's expect nonsense. because someone yeah. cares about their job that they should have to be, you know, struggling to pay the bills. I mean, yeah. I don't think those two things go. That's that's not proof that you're a good person. You want no. to do a caring profession. Um, Very so, few people actually go into a line of work on the basis that they love it. They do it to keep a roof over their heads. Yeah, and, you mean, know, medicine. 
is well paid. That's why, you know, that's why famously upwardly mobile people want their children to be doctors yep. and dentists because they make quite a decent yeah, living. Exactly. E- eventually. Yeah. Again, it's a hard slog to get there. Mm. Um, and again, it's about status and things as well. And I think there's undoubtedly the case that, that although we have seen money going more money going into schools per mm. pupil, the actual amount of funding by people has gone down. That's mm. that's a matter of fact mm. since 2010. I think there are understandable reasons for that. I think those are short-sighted reasons. I think the pressure on teachers is very immense in terms of the bureaucracy, the pressure on exams, pressure from parents, discipline, ill-discipline in schools. But again, I think... You know, the lockdown, they, they don't think they helped themselves. A lot of teachers mm. did not cover themselves in glory. Um, and I think that therefore they've lost a lot of support there. Mm. But the majority of people still do support teachers going on strike. They'll support That's because their, they've met their own children their own and teach- they know what they have to put up yes, with. Yes, exactly. I mean, let's say none of us <laughs> I'd, I'd go on kids strike all day. if I was a teacher every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but again, a lot of these things, both teaching and nursing and, and other jobs mm. in hospitals, a lot of it is about, you say, the pay and the conditions, but they need to recruit more people. You could improve things massively. Mm. Look, we all know what it's like. No, like this office, you know, if, if someone's off sick or it happens to be, you know, a holiday period and, and you just sort of, oh, can you help out? Can you help mm. out? And everyone has to sort of double up. And that's what it's like in a lot of buildings. And But that's what it's like. It feels like in the NHS all the time yeah. and in schools all the time. Mm. And you can understand why the pressure gets to people. But again, a lot of people say, yeah, but striking, patient suffering, cancer patients having their, their care withdrawn over this weekend. Mm. I'm sorry, that does not sit right with me. No, and uh, you, I think you will struggle to find people, even most people who support the strikes will say it's this is, far. it is you know, a bridge too far, so to speak. Um, but if you're a nurse or a doctor, you're going to turn around and go, well, actually, what can I do yeah. to hammer home that the conditions that are under which I work aren't good, good enough. enough and the government shouldn't be putting people in a position uh, not doctors and nurses where they have to strike ultimately of course all of this comes down to growth if the state if the country isn't growing large enough if the, yeah. the tax return isn't there that we can't afford to pay people more then they aren't going to get paid a lot more so that's yeah. what it comes down to absolutely and, but there is also the point that uh, again things go you know the country can't really grow if you've got you know a couple of million people who can't get operations who mm-hmm. would otherwise be working um, Although if we're all being taxed to the hilt and there yeah. isn't, you know, red tape isn't Where's being cut to, to enhance business, to make it easier for businesses. You know, the whole point of leaving the European Union, I thought, was to diverge from the super state yeah. constricting everything. And it seems that we've just got a political class that's gone, oh, well, that was a little bump in the road, but it doesn't matter. We'll carry on as, and, as usual. And Nothing we'll go back in at some point. Yes, because it'll all be fine. And we'll blame Brexit. Yeah, that's what for... we are. Well, we'll talk about the civil service. We'll talk about Simon Case, Cabinet Secretary, and indeed Sue Gray, uh, also uh, about these disused cruise ships to house her more uh, channel migrants. But why do we need to house these people if we stop them coming in the first place? 6.44 is the time. We'll look at all those front pages as well. This is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.